We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, which is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update, your daily Chiefs podcast and video from us here at KCSN. It's the headlines, rumors, stories, and stats people are talking about to get you through the day and caught up with all things Chiefs. Different guests each week with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, proudly presented by DraftKings, begins now. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? Now, it may not have been pretty, but the Chiefs pulled out the victory on Sunday, holding off a Broncos team that had come back from a 27-point deficit to make it a game, but the Chiefs still walked away with their 14th straight victory over the Broncos. Now, that's a streak dating back to 20. 15. This is KCS and Update, our daily Chief show and podcast for you here at KC Sports Network. It's presented by our friends at DraftKings. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'm BJ Kissel, former Chiefs reporter. Now I'm working with more than 25 others trying to build a new outlet for Kansas City sports fans here at KC Sports Network, covering all our teams with fantastic hosts, analysts, former players, and insiders. We appreciate you for hanging out with us today. Please hit that like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or follow us on your favorite podcast platform by simply searching KCSN. You can find all six of our audio channels that way. It's Monday, so we'll soon be joined by ESPN's Matt Miller for his stock up, stock down report. And following that game against the Broncos, if the conversation is anything like what we saw last night on the post-game show with the comments coming in from Chiefs Kingdom, it was really split pretty evenly right down the middle as to what that game means and how people feel about it. Even though it wasn't a great performance, it's how much do you put into that going forward. And we'll talk about that with Matt, plus much more right after this quick word from our friends at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. They have the best app that's easy to navigate, and I love all the different plays that they offer. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. And check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props point totals and more the more legs you add the bigger the boost the bigger your shot to win big my personal favorites are the anytime scores you don't have to be a betting expert and it doesn't matter the score of the game at that time you're always in it you always have a chance to win 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code KCSN. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, now let's bring on Matt. Man, I... I, I don't know if I'm just the so biased Chiefs fan that it's like, I don't care. Let's just get to the playoffs. But I'm very much in like survive and advance mode at this point. The team is who they are, is my opinion. The team is who they are. They You want them playing their best football, but they have the team that they're going to take to the playoffs. They're not going to be able to make any wholesale changes. Yeah. Stay healthy, pick up the wins, move on. But this is why we have a stock up, stock down report to really get into it, Matt. But what were your thoughts and feelings following that win over the Broncos yesterday? Yeah, I think it's bittersweet uh, because it is a win. And, you know, road games in the division are always tough. It feels like Denver traditionally plays Kansas City pretty tough uh, at mile high or in Vesco or whatever the hell they call that thing now. Uh, so I think, <laughs> you know, like you said, getting out with a win, you're happy. I think that's 14 straight uh, against mm-hmm. the Denver Broncos. So you love that. The Broncos are out of the playoffs for like the seventh straight year. You also got to feel good about that. You get to 10 wins. Travis Kelsey gets to 10,000 yards faster than any tight end in NFL history. There's a lot of things to be excited about, but you don't bring me on here every week to just tell people what went well. I think that game being a six-point game against one of the worst teams in the NFL that has felt like they were in a tailspin, not great. Uh, a six-point game when you knock out the starting quarterback, really not great. So there's, there's a lot yeah. more to get into than just the surface of – all right, we got out of there with a win. Let's move on to uh, Houston or whoever's next on the schedule. Yeah, they got Houston coming up. And it was funny last night on the show because, you know, Kent gets wrapped up and he gets emotional. And like Maddie is just like analyzing every negative, like a coach. He's just looking at every play individually and not like the the overall schematic of things. And Craig's somewhere in the middle. And then I was just like, you know what? It's fine. So they won the game. It's the only thing that really matters. Let's move on. Yes, they're not a perfect team. Maybe they're not as good as or as dominant as we thought when the season began. Um, But this is a team that's lost three games by a total of 10 points. And those two of those three games were, yes, they were against teams they're going to meet in the playoffs. But again, margin of error in any NFL game, three to five plays. If you take away, and I want to get into the stock down, I believe I know what some of those could be, but the turnovers – made the difference in this game. And that is something that you'd be critical of is the one thing I said that I don't want to see kind of linger um, yeah. as far as just being careless with the football uh, for, you know, the best quarterback in NFL history. Um, but end of the day, Chiefs won the game and that's all that matters. But, um, but yeah, not the the prettiest one. So I am curious uh, where this conversation goes because most people listening to this will know how I feel. Um, I was accused of being a company man last night, Matt, and tell people that's why that job at the Chiefs was actually a perfect fit for me because it's actually what I think and how I feel. Right. Right. <laughs> just making it up. But let's get into the stock up, stock down report that you yeah. got. Um, let's start with stock up. Let's start with some positives since I can control that. Um, what do you got for us, uh, number one on the stock up report? <laughs> Yeah, BJ, I missed it. You guys knocked the starting quarterback out of the game. Not that we're out here advocating for violence, but you're usually going to win when you can get the starting quarterback out of the game. Hopefully Russell Wilson's okay. It was a scary hit, a clean hit, but a scary hit nonetheless. Uh, I think the pass rush is something to be excited about. Six sacks, 11 quarterback hits. We know the Denver Broncos offensive line is beleaguered, to say the least. Uh, Dalton Reisner was out. He's their best player on the offensive line. You knew you were going to have some opportunities, and it feels like everyone uh, had those. I mean, they teed off on Russell Wilson. They teed off on Brett Rippon. 
Um, it, if you want to take away a positive, if you got, if you're going to have a silver lining to this game, it was okay. We did win. Uh, no one got hurt. And Oh, by the way, we absolutely attacked the quarterback, whomever it was back there, two very different styles of quarterbacks. There was really only that one long run by Russell Wilson that kind of came, you know, as an, uh, I guess an effect of that pass rush being so aggressive and it really didn't, it didn't really cost you. I think it's a 19 yard run. Didn't really end up biting anybody in the tail. So I think the pass rush, that's something you could build on. I mean, Houston played Dallas very, very well on Sunday. That's not a team you can necessarily just skip over right now, especially with Laramie Tunsil at left tackle playing as well as anyone in the NFL at that spot. So we'll see if this is, you know, where the pass rush is trending in December uh, or if that was just a, a fluke game against a bad offensive line. It's a great point. We spent so much time over the offseason, obviously, with what you do with the NFL draft. I mean, pass rush was discussed so much over the offseason mm-hmm. because the yeah. Chiefs were not good at that last year. I mean, they had 31 sacks. No sacks aren't the end-all, be-all. We use it as a stat because it's the, the common one that we all talk about. But mm-hmm. even the ability just to affect the quarterback, be able to move him off his spot, make him somewhat uncomfortable. The opposite of what we saw the previous week against Joe Burrow, where he had one quarterback hit in that entire game. He was comfortable. Uh, throughout that game wasn't really being affected by the Chiefs mm-hmm. pass rush but overall what we've seen from this team this season has been significantly better in that area 31 sacks total as a team last year I think it was dead last in the AFC 29th in the NFL they've got 42 sacks already this season yeah, they have 11 more than they had all of last year yeah. with five regular season games left to play so significantly better in that area and it's coming from a lot of different guys obviously Chris Jones being the defensive player the year candidate um, right but it's a lot of different dudes. George Karloftis is getting in the mix now. Uh, Carlos Dunlap has stepped up and made plays. We've seen the defensive backs get in uh, get in the mix because it's Steve Spagnolo and he's yeah. going to send guys. Uh, Mike Dana is making plays up front. So it's great to see the pass rush getting home. And yeah, to your point, it's, it's something they're going to need that group to be successful uh, to win these important games, not just down the stretch against teams they should beat, but obviously going into the playoffs playing against good teams. Right, yeah, you're going to see, you're gonna see some yeah. good tackles. Uh, Seattle on, on Christmas Eve, Charles Cross is playing very well uh, at left tackle as a rookie. Uh, Abe Lucas at right tackle is playing really well. So it's it's something that four weeks left, I think it's definitely something to watch to see how these you know young pass rushers do or you know bringing a veteran like Brandon Williams in. He has half a sack yeah. and two quarterback hits yesterday. So uh, it's definitely – that's probably what I'll be watching most over the next four weeks. I haven't had a chance to ask you, so take a, a quick pause here because I know you're very familiar uh, with Brandon Williams considering you live right by where he went to school and as a player yeah. that I remember that year at the Senior Bowl when we went down there together when we were watching him play, it was just not because you not just because he was a local guy, but because he was just an absolute manimal at that time, and most people now are familiar with his NFL career. But uh, thoughts on Brandon Williams joining the Chiefs and not necessarily analyze his play from yesterday, but just in general, yeah. what were your thoughts on that move? I loved it. Um, I obviously got tipped off a little bit because, as you mentioned, you know, living uh, in Joplin, both being Missouri Southern guys, I did cover him a lot when he was coming out of college. And, and you know, he had a great career with the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's a, a smart move for him. He gets his he gets his 10 years in the NFL. He has a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl ring, which is something he didn't get in Baltimore. And it, it does. It gives the Chiefs a 20 to 25 snap defensive tackle, nose tackle you know, that you could put next to Chris Jones. And he's going to get some of that upfield push. Uh, you know, kind of rotating in with the guys like Colin Saunders, uh, Derek Nottie. They're all similar in some regard as being, you know, traditional nose tackles that have really good agility. So I think he fits in well. And also just giving this defense another veteran presence, someone that's been there, 
been highly successful in Baltimore and, it, you know, it's, it's going to help keep things in order over the next two months, hopefully. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. All right, let's move on to another stock up for you. I know that uh, Chiefs fans, depending upon how you're feeling, depending upon how much, how many people listening to this have calmed down compared to what we saw in the post game show last night, which was a lot of anger. <laughs> there was a lot of anger, Matt, uh, with yeah. me trying to be like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, not excusing bad play and not saying that if they play like that in the playoffs, that it's going to be okay but not willing to make these huge statements about we got to fire this guy and this team's never going anywhere because of this, this, and this. Oh, goodness. Yeah, well, no. Oh, it it's gets not there. It's it's definitely not there. Like they're going to, they're one and done in the playoffs because they couldn't put their throat on like their foot on the throat of the Broncos late mm-hmm. in the game. It's like, yes, in general, I agree with you, but that's not, you can't take that and then just be like, that's what they're going to do in the playoffs. You're talking right. about a playoff game. Playoffs are very different. Uh, very yeah. different. Uh, these guys are human. Uh, but the most important thing for me, no major injuries uh, on Absolutely. the Chiefs side. So, uh, yeah, they just got to be playing the best football at the end of the season. And we've got five weeks left. So plenty of time. I will say another stock up. Jarek McKinnon, once again, has a fantastic day. I mean, obviously, there's the, yeah. the basketball no look pass from Mahomes that's <laughs> going to get the highlights. Um, I know I, you guys are already dialing that reel up for the, the Hall of Fame video when he gets in, but <laughs> I thought McKinnon just had a great game as a receiver. The burst that he brings is fantastic. You know, that zero to 60 is phenomenal. And it's what was missing, you know, from this offense. I think it was two years ago I tweeted, you know, they, they missed that. They missed that slashing speed back, someone that can create when they have a lane. And Jarek absolutely did that yesterday. Two receiving touchdowns uh, came up huge. And, you know, we we're going to talk more about the, the run game as we get into stock down. But Jarek McKinnon – made a, a big difference uh, in this game yesterday with those two receiving touchdowns. And I think that's a role that 
has to be expanded more as we get into, you know, when you're matching up against, like you said, Buffalo with Matt Milano and Cincy with Logan Wilson and whomever you might see in the playoffs, Jarek McKinnon has the ability to be a, a matchup problem for these teams. Yeah, that was Jarek McKinnon, that 56-yard touchdown that you're talking about. That was the longest reception of his career. It was his second game of his career with more than 100 yards receiving. And we talked about it, you know, with Nicole Hardman and Kadarius Toney not available, there's certain aspects of the Chiefs playbook that they're just not using right now with some of the jet sweeps, some of the ghost action stuff they're not doing, but they still have somebody out of the backfield. They still have somebody that can kind of attack the flats that has yep. that big play ability, not taking anything away from MVS or Juju Smith-Schuster who had nine receptions, had a big game uh, and some big moments. Same thing with MVS, caught one of the biggest passes of the game. Uh, but having that skill set and Jarek McKinnon, we saw in the playoffs last year, uh, really providing a spark for the Chiefs offense. One of the more underrated players or key players for the Chiefs offense when they're at their best is when Jarek McKinnon is making plays out of the backfield. And yeah, we saw it again right there. Is it uh, is it time to go to the other side of this, Matt? <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to talk. I mean, you bring me on down just to talk about the good, right? But to talk about the bad. And I will say, I, I'm not trying to toot our horn here, BJ, but you know, we've we've nailed it on some of the things to be worried about. They keep creeping up. And so I think it's, again, it's not to say that the Chiefs are one and done or that anyone needs fired. Right. I would remind people, uh, you know, folks like myself, and I know I actually said this uh, after the draft last year, I said this might be a reload season, which mm -hmm. didn't mean they were going to like miss the playoffs. So it's like, oh, this might be a year to like kind of figure some things out, get the books healthy, you know, and, and start to look at the next iteration of this team as some guys, you know, Tyra Kill, Tyra Matthew, we're expecting Frank Clark to, you know, be a veteran that moves on very soon. I really thought 2022 would be one of those years where you're going to be good, you're going to be competitive, but it might be advantageous to like have the 22nd pick in the draft instead of the <laughs> 31st or so I, I will say this team has outperformed my expectations. Uh, that's you tell I'm a parent because I'm going to give you a little bit of good news before I give you the bad news here. <laughs> um, first stock down. I, I'll, I'll start here. A three interception me, day. Oh, go ahead. I was going to jump in here real quick. Cause and I made this point last night and I hope it, it resonates with fans that are listening because I think a lot of us that are like diehard cheese fans, you listen to this podcast, you listen to what we do. We put so much content out. We know you're a diehard fan. You're in uh, if you're listening yeah. to this or watching this video. There and I, I've, I've used where like there's no boogeyman out there for the Chiefs because we've seen who they have to beat. We've lined up on the field against the two other best teams in the AFC that they'll have to beat to move on. And yes, they dropped both of those games, but those games were by two or three plays making all the difference in those games against the Bengals and the Bills. And if you're a Bengals or a Bills fan, they are doing the same thing on their side, talking about the Bills only scoring 20 points against the New York Jets. And they've got to be better. They can't yep. score only 20 points if they're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And they're banged up. They have their issues. There's nobody out there that's running away with this thing. Yes, there are areas that we have to clean up, but it's not like there's another perfect team out there. The Bills are not as good. We talk about the Chiefs not being as good. The Bills haven't played as well. Or been and as good. Lost Von Miller. So, exactly. So like every right? team is dealing with issues, and so if we stay healthy and the guys stay confident and they're playing 
solid football minus some of these mistakes, they're going to be in it. Doesn't mean they're going to win, but they're not going to just be outclassed or out talented or out schemed by anybody else that they're going to play against. And so Absolutely. just enjoy the ride. Hope that they make those three to five plays uh, in crunch time when it matters and hope the experience of the big games these guys have played in from Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey uh, to Chris Jones, all these guys that that pays dividends for them down the road when it's winter go home type mode. So that was that's my yeah. piece. It's the last thing I'll say as we get into the negative stuff, uh, because there is a lot of negative to talk about from this game. But uh, what yeah. do you got for stock down, Matt? Yeah, I'll start here uh, with the number three, BJ. Three interceptions by Patrick Mahomes, which like just doesn't happen. So I'm not going to come on here on a Monday morning and be like, oh, my God, the sky is falling. Mahomes isn't <laughs> good. No, he's still amazing. He's still the best quarterback in football. It's just an odd day for him, especially two of those interceptions going to linebacker Josie Jewell. We don't, yeah. we don't really see linebackers picking off Mahomes. Not that we see anyone picking off Mahomes, but it was, it was just an odd day, and I'm willing to chalk that up to a fluke. But the one thing that might not be a fluke, I the number three again, Jerry Judy catching three touchdowns against this team, uh, very much a surprise for me. I like Jerry Judy. I liked him a lot coming out of Alabama. I did not expect him to have a three-touchdown day after we had praised guys like Trent McDuffie and we had praised Joshua Williams. We talked the secondary up, but – the number three, man, that when I was looking at the, the game last night as it was ending, to what are we going to talk about? What kind of made the difference in this being such a close game? It was three picks from Mahomes, the three touchdowns for Jerry Judy were just wild that, that you know, jumped out to me. Yeah. Uh, on a completely separate note, Matt, um, not talking about perhaps one of his touchdowns, but is offensive pass interference only called now on like pick plays? Or is only called only- on like sunday night football or like yeah you know it or, has to be like a marquee game or if the receiver just straight up like completely extend the rule is they extend their arm which happens at every the top of every route yeah. it seems like and it happens to josh williams it seems like a lot uh so it pretty much have to take like the receiver throwing the defensive back all the way to the ground uh for the ref to actually pull a flag because i don't well, understand how you can watch some of these plays the way the rule is we complain about the roughing the passer. I know we saw it in the game last night between the, the Dolphins and Chargers, I believe. But uh, if they extend their arm and they're running side by side and then all of a sudden he's catching the ball with four yards of separation, uh, something sure. illegal happened. <laughs> like, well, and you know, the other side of that, uh, speaking of Jerry Judy, you can also apparently take your helmet off, bump an official and start screaming at them and, and nothing happened. So we'll see. I mean, he, he's going to have a FedEx letter in his locker on Thursday. That's <laughs> not going to be a good some one. charity yeah. is going to be asking for some money from from Jerry Judy. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I I think you Joshua Williams to put it in NBA terms is not he has not earned that call yet. He, hopefully, he gets there, but he's not drawn that foul yet. All right, fair enough. We could talk about that ad nauseum during the offseason and bring up all the examples of guys extending their arms and and all that. But yeah, Jerry Judy, huge game. Uh, another guy, I agree. I thought he was going to absolutely crush it uh, in Denver. I was not happy uh, when they drafted him. Hadn't really been great, yeah. but it was very good yesterday. All right, what else do you got for Stockdown? Yeah, I, I'm going to go back to the defense. I, and not just, you know, to 28 points, but, you know, to have a 27 nothing lead and to let a team back in. Um, I, you ha- you're clearly letting your foot off the gas to some degree there. And I, I know we praise the pass rush. You know, the six sacks, the 11 hits. But I thought the secondary just played a really poor game yesterday. And, again, this you can get away with that when it's Denver and they're, you know, Russell Wilson gets knocked out of the game and Cortland Sutton's not out there. You can get away with that, having an off day. 
you cannot get away with that against the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bengals. You might not be able to against the Los Angeles Chargers now that they're healthy. So uh, it's definitely something that I'm sure in meetings tomorrow they're going to bring up. Like, well, this is not, not a highly graded game for the secondary for the Chiefs yesterday. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. I'm really curious, and I, I haven't seen many people talk about this. I haven't really seen it outside of like a couple of plays, um, especially last week for Justin Reed. Uh, but did we and I'm biased and this people know how I feel if they're listening to this or they know anything about how I've talked about Tyron Matthew in the past, but are what we're seeing from the Chiefs' secondary, particularly the two safeties, are we seeing the value that Tyron Matthew had back there that maybe wasn't given enough credit now that we're what 12 games, 13 games into this season. And we've seen pretty poor safety play for the most part over the course of the entire season. I think it's possible. I would say probably more on like the mental leadership side than the right. Yeah. That's like on, you know, like playability. Um, yeah, I think that's that's really fair. I think we we do see a lot of guys out of place. Uh, we we see some lapses in judgment. I think you know Juan Thornhill's having a pretty good year. I thought he had a pretty good game yesterday, but you know there's still just times where you're like that. What is happening here? You know, and so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do think you know could you chalk it up to acclimation? Probably, but you know we are 13 games in, so you would think right. that the guys would be hitting their stride and. Um, it, you know, I expected Brian cook to probably have a bigger role as a rookie than he has. I uh, really thought Justin Reed would have a better year than he's had so far. So I do think it's, it's fair to look at the safeties mm-hmm. and say that that leadership might be missing more than we realized. That and just a combination of Justin Reed. We know Spags likes to move guys around, like do a lot of different things with them. Legarius Need has been a stud, uh, but Justin Reed's a yeah. new face in there, getting a lot of reps, uh, and maybe just hadn't clicked yet. I uh, don't know. Only the guys in that locker room would know, but I feel like that hasn't been a narrative that people have talked about about what Tyron. And to your point, not necessarily making the plays on the field, but just from a getting guys lined up and making sure everybody's yeah. on the same page, uh, those kinds of things to make sure everybody's locked in and ready to go. Um, any other stock downs that you have for? I know we kind of jumped around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw one more out there. I thought the play calling got cute, and if, if I've ever had a criticism of Andy Reid as a head coach, it's that is that things get cute. Now, there was a moment yesterday uh, the Chiefs had a 20-point lead and five straight pass plays get called. The drive ends in an interception. Why do that? You have two running backs and Pacheco and McKinnon who are dependable, reliable. And I, I think yeah, Isaiah only had 13 carries yesterday. So, um, And the run game was working. 
As I think that's just the thing where when you have that lead, you know, normally you got a 20 point lead. You're probably talking like, man, can we pull Mahomes? And at one point it was a 27 point lead. And you're thinking, okay, maybe we get some guys out of here so they don't get hurt. But then here come the Broncos storming back. So I, I think that's, the, you know, it's probably not going to come up in the playoffs because those games are so tight. But I, I just think finding more balance offensively in, in moments, at least not, maybe not overall, but there are times where they need to rely on the run a little bit more than they are. And I, you know, I've said the same thing about Buffalo this year. You got to stop expecting Josh Allen to be Superman. And I, I think for Kansas mm -hmm. city, there are times it's okay to lean on some of these young guys. Yeah. I, my one stuck down from an individual play call. And I think anybody listening or watching this uh, without even seeing the highlight, will know exactly what play I'm talking about because I've praised this particular play on third and one or fourth and one, the chiefs have run it 47 times. It's getting to the <laughs> point where everyone knew it was coming at the beginning of the season and they continue to do it. It had never not been successful until this season. I don't think, I think they were probably converting about 95%. I'm talking about that little fullback inside dive where oh, yeah. Holmes opens up and turns. And I've been saying, for a while and the guys joke with me and I know people hit me up on Twitter uh, that listen to these shows because there's the counter pitch off of that play, which they ran last week against the Bengals to pick up that first down. I've been saying that for a while because that's their favorite go-to play on fourth down, but handing the ball to Michael Burton there, it used to be Anthony Sherman was always successful and it's been stuffed like five or six times this season. It seems like, and if Nuss are going to run the counter pitch off that over and over and over again, I didn't like that play call because I think, everyone knows what's coming at this point. And obviously they're better with schematic and all of that stuff, but I feel like they run that play twice a game. Every time it's third and inches or fourth and inches, it's that same play coming. And so no, my right. stock I down mean, is that play. I love, and I love Mike Burton. He's one of my favorite players in the, in the league. He's great, great person. Uh, but maybe we find something else. I I'm with you on that. Don't know how good you are if everybody knows what's coming. And I play like sure. that. You just everybody's running that way. Uh, at least do the counter pitch on like 15 times and maybe loosen up uh, the guys on the inside. But yeah, did not work. All right, Matt, before we let you go, just moving forward, Chiefs, Texans this Sunday. They've got uh, what four games left in the regular season. How do you feel that this, um, you know, kind of goes for the Chiefs down the stretch as this race in the AFC for that number one seed, which the Bills currently own that tiebreaker uh, because of the head to head matchup, but they've got yeah. the same record. Yeah, I know. I feel good about where things are. I think, you know, I said before, Houston is not a team you can overlook. Um, the Seahawks on Christmas Eve should be a great game, even though, you know, the Seahawks are, are trending backward a little bit right now. They're still an explosive yeah. team. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the number two seed in the AFC feels very, very likely at this point, which is where you were last year and ended up with home field advantage because the Titans got bumped. So I, I think there's, you know, a lot of a lot of upside for this team still there's I know it's hard on a Monday when you barely beat a really bad team but that happens a lot in the NFL and I think what you have to be excited about is a December win on the road in the division no one got hurt those are our huge yep. takeaways and you know you know how it is BJ you've been in those locker rooms sometimes it's not even the the most talented team that wins the Super Bowl it's the most talented healthy team the one's the Super Bowl. So yeah. getting Miko back, hopefully getting Kadarius Tony into the mix, those things are, are going to help a, an already really healthy Chiefs team. Yeah, and the one thing, and I think we take it for granted, and we take him for granted in talking about Andy Reid and just the kind of steady presence he is to not overreact to the narratives that the rest of us that get caught up 
and everything get caught up in because he's looking at, you know, all 60 plays for the Chiefs offense. And yes, play calling is a thing, but he talked about the interceptions. You take those interceptions out and he said it on the postgame presser, take those interceptions away and you feel like Patrick Mahomes had a good game that he played really well against Absolutely. a very good defense. That was the most points the Broncos defense had given up all year. They'd only allowed more than 20 points three times going into that game. So we've spent a lot of time making fun of the Broncos because of Russell Wilson and the trade and all of that. <laughs> had nothing to do with their defense and that they were a very, very solid group on that side of the football. So, uh, yeah, survive and advance and move on. And then talking about the, the Bills – probably mention this on every show that uh, I'm on here on KC Sports Network, but Bill's final four games of the season. We need them to drop just one of these games. If the Chiefs went out, they will get the number one seat. They've got the Miami Dolphins on the 17th, and that is a prime time game. That is a big one. Saturday got, night. Yeah. Yep. And they're uh, at the Chicago Bears, at the Cincinnati Bengals, another game in prime time. And then they finish up the uh, regular season against the Patriots at home. So three teams uh, that can bite you. And even the Bears could jump up uh, and play pretty Absolutely. well. Absolutely. You have four um, games there that, that could be tough. Yeah. So Chiefs obviously have to take care of business as well. But uh, as much as we overanalyze and complain and get frustrated about the Chiefs not being a perfect football team at every aspect, there is no such thing as a perfect football team out there right now. Every fan base is having their questions and their statements of if we don't get better at this one thing, we are not going to go that far in the playoffs. So um, yeah, well, Matt, man, appreciate you for joining us again this week. What are you working on right now? I know we're getting inching closer to the NFL draft. We, we are, man. Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl uh, invites and accepted invites are going out. So I am actually right now updating my top 200 big board. We've been doing a lot of rankings at ESPN. I put out my my round one grades on players last week. Uh, we're really gearing up for bowl season and draft season. So it's nonstop content on ESPN.com right now. Love it. I'm going to ask one bias case day. Where is Felix? Where is Andy Dukey? Round Andy two. Dukey. Round, Round two, two for me. It's a good DN class, okay. BJ. It's which good news for Chiefs fans potentially. It's a pretty good yeah. defensive end class. Not bad. It's a good corner class. It's a good defensive end class. So I know as January and February get here, we'll, we'll probably talk more about it. But uh, the needs of the Chiefs match the, the depth of this class pretty well. Yep. You got one edge rusher, one young corner on one side. You get another. You go back to back with you get a good edge rusher and a good rookie right. uh, starting corner and back to back drafts that are on rookie deals for a while. Pretty damn good way to build a team, <laughs> right? Yeah, Brett. Brett would be happy with that, and I'd be happy to see ninety-one. See old King Felix in a Chiefs jersey, uh, getting yeah. after it with George Karloftis, who just needs one and a half. He can needs one and a half sacks on average over the next four to at least flirt <laughs> Is that it? with that Derek Thomas record. So you never know. He's making a he's making a right. push. He's getting consistent. He's getting after it here. So. Uh, hopefully he continues that and the Chiefs defense continues playing well, uh, at least playing uh, well in the moments that we saw him as far as the pass rush, but getting better overall, especially tackling the back end of that defense, all stuff we just talked about. Matt Miller from ESPN, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of KCSN Update. Uh, the Lab Guys will be live tonight at 8 p.m. on our YouTube channel. You can catch that podcast after the fact, and I will be uh, later this afternoon here on Monday, coming out with the 10 things. Lots of nuggets coming out of this one, a lot of records and just uh, interesting things that uh, you can learn to make yourself uh, sound smarter to your friends when you're all having those conversations. So appreciate all of you for hanging out. Please like and subscribe and follow us on those platforms and we'll see you later.
Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.